The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk. A major revision of EU rules on driving licences to address mobility issues in remote areas includes a proposal which could change the legal driving age here to 16. A European Transport Safety Council, though, is calling for the European Commission to drop the proposal. But is it a necessary one for some? I'm joined on the line by Michael Healy Ray, Independent TD for Kerry, and Shane O'Donoghue, editor of CompleteCar.ie. Good morning and welcome to you both. Um, Michael Healy Ray, first of all, what uh, do you think of this? proposal? I, I like it. I think it's a very good idea. But I'd also like to expand. For many years at national level and for many years at local level, my son Jackie Healy Ray has been looking for this also. And what it is, is that when a person is in first, second and third year in secondary school, the teaching of the rules of the road, the operational uh, use of a car, it should all be a uh, uh, it should be part of the curriculum, absolutely, in those first three years. Because we should be aiming to achieve a situation where every young person, when they would be sitting there leaving certain, leaving uh, secondary school, that they would be doing so with a full driver's license in their back pocket. That would be a good part of their education because the very vast majority of people will have to have a car uh, to use during the course of their life. And the whole rules of the road, if they were to never drive a car, being aware of the rules of the road, road safety, road consideration. And every car actually, or every school should actually have a model car in their yard for the practicalities of that they would be shown, all the different uses of a car, the simplest thing in the world, how to change a wheel. I'll give you one example. Very recently, I came across a situation on a road um, where a man who was obviously a man with a few pounds, you know, because he had a very expensive car and he was standing on the side of the road and he didn't have a clue in the world how to change the wheel. And what was amazed me, I changed the wheel for him, but I was thinking, this is obviously a very sound, solid man, but the one thing nobody had ever showed him was how to change a wheel of a car. And uh, these are the practical measures. And I think that... uh, allowing people to drive a car people are already allowed to drive a tractor at that age it would be good for them and of course yes have restrictions but give them the responsibility and i believe if young people were given the chance given the opportunity and given that responsibility i think they would respect it and uh, and i think that it would be good for rural ireland it would help keep people living there because they'd be able to assist their parents and grandparents by running errands and yeah maybe uh, going to school themselves uh, if they were able to, to afford to have a car to go to school. Now, uh, there are practical measures here if they were to introduce this 16 right across the EU, but also a maximum of 45 kilometres an hour that the car would have to be limited. Uh, number one, it would mean certainly no use of uh, any stretches of motorway uh, because that speed would be too low for the motorway. But secondly, uh, every car that the kid would drive... Uh, would have to be limited. In other words, if he borrows mother's or father's car, uh, that car would have to have a limiter fitted. So how is that going to work? The trick in this, Pat, is that young people, for instance, in built-up areas in our cities and larger towns, they wouldn't need this at all. But I again would say, though, at those schools, they should be taught what I was saying already about the use of the car and the rules of the road. But it would mostly affect and benefit people living in rural areas, in remote areas. It would be a, a game changer for those people. And uh, if if parents had to help a child uh, have a car, uh, well, a youngster have a car, that uh, 
that would would get them going and have that care limited. Of course, I would welcome those type of restrictions. But uh, but I'm a believer... But practically, I mean, it's not always possible for the parents to pony up for another car, more insurance. Uh, If inevitably it'll be an old banger, uh, might scrape past the NCT. So you're going to have kids flying around the place because they will get by the limiters if they possibly can. 45 kilometres an hour would seem, say, driving from Killarney to Kenmare would seem unconscionably slow. But you see, 45 miles an hour... Well, kilometres now, come on. This is less than 30 miles an hour. I'd I'd imagine if I was doing that on the road to Kilgarvan, you'd be honking me from behind saying, get out of the way. Ah, well, I wouldn't. I'd salute you, Pat. (laughs) But no, what I'd say to you is about that, that people... People would, would make allowances and they'd understand the person would have their L plates up. And we should be encouraging young people and we should be helping them to get going in life. And the thing about it being all bangers, once a car would pass an NCT, remember, you could have a perfectly sound car that mightn't cost a thousand euros. And, uh, and at the same time, it could pass an NCT. Mm-hmm. And what's wrong with that? Like, it's not a compulsory or necessary thing that everybody has to have everything new. I have great time for, for all cars. I have a car that's over 50 years old, and I, it, I'd have a way more mass in it than I'd have in a, in a brand new yes. car, because they don't make cars like that anymore. But um, what the point is, it would be good for rural Ireland. It'd be good for young people. It'd be good for their minds from a social aspect, from helping their parents or their grandparents, I could see an awful lot of benefits taught. And I really would like to see it being introduced here. And of course, we will have the naysayers and we will have the people saying this is wrong. But the one thing that I would say about the RSA and all the, of the people involved in road safety and their hearts and minds are 100% in the right place, Pat, and you know that. But the one thing they all seem to miss because they're all talking about penalty points for this and that and the other thing, and they're obsessed with people speeding and they're obsessed with drink driving. But the one thing they were never obsessed with was educating young people how to drive a car when they're going to... Um, I mean, I'll talk to Shane now because um, I would imagine that the statistics about the number of road accidents and the road deaths among the younger cohort are are quite alarming. Uh, Shane, is that your concern? Shane O'Donoghue, editor of CompleteCar.ie? Hi, Pat. Um, It is. I mean, I I think Michael came in very strongly there talking about education, and that's something, in fact, we've been talking about for a long time, requesting, wanting more education at a younger age um, in for drivers uh, and in schools is a great idea. Absolutely back up all of that. Um, and this is something we want anyway, regardless. But that doesn't take away from the fact that younger drivers um, are shown statistically to be less safe. And it's not just that they're inexperienced on the road, it's that they're inexperienced in life will stop. Um, and there's so much else going on at that age. So I think we need to take that into consideration. And this is just going to add more danger. I I don't agree, regardless of what Michael just said about um, older cars are grand, and they are, no problem with that, but they are also more difficult to put speed limiters on. And it's going to be very, very, would be very, very hard to police such a thing. So suddenly, like right now, we already are just, just getting to grips with uh, trying to stop young learner drivers driving unaccompanied. And that's still a problem in Ireland and probably, I would argue, more so in rural Ireland. Um, and then suddenly the Gardaí have to contend with potential for 
younger drivers again, and they're supposed yeah. to be in cars that are limited, etc. So I, I just don't think okay. we're at the right now, place now, yet. You, you grew up in an area where having a car at 16 would have been very handy for you. Oh, absolutely. I, I'm from rural Ireland myself. Um, you know, I grew up down in Cork, not a million miles away from, from Michael. And, you know, I, I remember I couldn't wait to be old enough to get a driving license. And it would have been so helpful for getting to GA training, getting to soccer training, helping out my parents, whatever, all of that. I 100% sympathise with all of that. And I don't think we're going to have good enough public transport in those areas ever to be honest, but that does not offset the road safety thing. We, we already have too many deaths on the roads, too many crashes, and too many of them involve young people. OK, but here's the, the question. What's the difference between 16 and 17, really? You can drive legally um, a moped or a quadricycle uh, at the age of 16 at the moment. Um, that's under our existing licensing regime. Does it make that much difference? I mean, you'll get very sensible 12-year-olds and very eagerly 18-year-olds. That's the nature of the beast. Absolutely. But the, 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 the rules are there, you know, to take the average, I, I guess. You know, so the average 17-year-old is going to be significantly more mature than the average 16-year-old. I think that's, that's a good way of putting it. And we're not putting them in charge of a, a small, light, um, quadricycle, like you said, or a moped. This is this is potentially big cars. I mean, realistically, it's going to be people with a bit of money that are going to be able to do this because they still have to be insured. Remember, um, so it's it's going to take a lot of money to get a sixteen year old, uh, potentially mm. get a sixteen year old on the road, and therefore it's going to be people with a bit of money, and that means okay. probably big, heavy cars. Well, here's the, the other thing that at the moment uh, a fifteen year old can get up on a scooter with no helmet probably no lights on it and a career along the highways um, without any legal restriction on, well, on yeah, one of those you mean, you mean uh, electric e-scooters? scooters the e-scooters uh, which uh, talk about danger uh, in a car you've some possibility of survival if you have a minor prang on a scooter you have significantly less prospects of a happy outcome well, that's, that's that's another discussion. I mean, the scooters are supposed to be limited to 25 kilometres an hour. Um, a car, even at 45 kilometres an hour. I've been yeah, passed by them. I've been passed by scooters <laughs> uh, who are doing certainly in excess of, of that amount. Well, it's not so much the, I know, again, I wouldn't be worried about a 16-year-old, their safety in a car at 45 kilometres an hour. It's more people outside the car. So vulnerable road users, other pedestrians, um, cyclists, horses, etc. And, you know, th- these people would be inexperienced and, and they'd be putting those people at more risk than ever. And I think that's one of the mm. big considerations here. A couple of uh, comments about France. Uh, my daughter was in school in France where they drive these micro cars from the age of 14. Another one, France has small, low-powered cars for teenagers. These would become the vehicle of choice. Uh, so what about that, the, you know, specific cars for that age cohort? Yeah, I wouldn't have as much of a problem with that. Those cars are much smaller, much lighter, um, and I guess easier to control um, you know, it's so different. Those cars are probably 500 kilos or something like that, as opposed to somebody jumping in their parents' 2.5 ton SUV, potentially, and driving down the road. So I think that's worth exploring, but absolutely in line with all the education. We need far more education. 
Um, there's a, a number of texts along the same lines here. Uh, how are these 16-year-olds going to get a licence? My daughter, age 27, is waiting on a test for the last year. Another one, I wouldn't trust most 16-year-olds to make a cup of tea. Never mind drive, drive a two-ton piece of metal around the roads. Bad idea, says Dave in Galway. Uh, great idea uh, to drop the driving age, but it'll never work in Ireland. The turnaround time for driving tests and retests in every category is farcical and affecting business all over the country. Testing needs to be outsourced and taken away from the RSA civil servants, says Michael. Another one, I predict carnage on our roads unless strict conditions are met. And if this goes ahead, at the very least, they should be not allowed to carry any passengers. That's from Chris. Um, So, Michael Healy Ray, listening to all of that, mixed views. Of course, but I would be expecting there to be a mixed reaction from around the country to this proposal because I really, really think that... uh, you know that it would take time for people to accept uh, the proposal but the proposal of the real light small little cars i wouldn't like that because i'd be afraid of that that they would be too dangerous i'd rather for a young person to have a bit of something around them rather than to be traveling along in this micro car and those cars would probably be very very expensive also um, the actual cars here that a young person would go driving wouldn't be the expensive thing. Obviously, the insurance and the running mm. of the car would be the expensive thing. Now, if and they're to be limited, uh, Michael, that question of who's going to check that the car is, in fact, uh, limited, has a speed limiter fixed to the engine, because, you know, the Gardaí are very thin on the ground as it is. But, Pat, like everything in life, you see those major road checks where they have, um, you know, they have revenue, they have... Uh, customs and excise, they have the guards and they go through a car like a dose of salts. You would have those deterrents there and that if a person was caught uh, cheating the system there would obviously be a very strong penalty there for that young person and I think that would be the deterrent in itself. You can't wrap people up in cotton wool forever and I think that giving the people the responsibility I think would be a game changer in life actually. And between that and the introduce of the education in the schools, I'm very disappointed that present and past uh, ministers never actually took on board the whole idea of the education of young people, whether it's ministers for education or ministers for yeah. transport. It's really disappointing. And it isn't as though it wasn't put up to them, because I know on a personal level, I have it put up to them for many, many years yeah. now. I'm just thinking, you know, isn't that all about expense? Policy. I mean, where are they going to do it? Who are they going to pay to do it? Uh, qualified uh, you know, teachers of motoring, etc. So much classroom time occupied by existing subjects to pile something, uh, you know, recreational. I know you'd see it as essential, but, um, you know, something that maybe should be done within the family rather than expecting the school to do it on top of everything else. Against that argument, isn't there plenty of time for, say, for example, for sex education in our schools? And, you know, it's very... um, Unusual, maybe, the concentration on some of the aspects of that subject and the effort and the money and the time that is going into that. So if we can teach people, young people, about that subject, surely be to God, it's time that we could teach them how to drive Okay, so what you're saying is we're teaching them what to do in the back of the car, but not what to do in the front of the car. (laughs) Do not, Pat. That's why you were a broadcaster for many, many years, because that's the best way I ever heard it being put. We're telling them what to do in the back seat, but we're not telling them what to do in the front seat. All right, Michael, look, thank you very much for uh, joining us. That's Michael Healy, Ray, Independent TD for Kerry, and Shane O'Donoghue, editor of CompleteCar.ie. 
The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance. Weekdays at 9 a.m. on News Talk.